Welcome to For the Quantum Grammar Shoot Podcast, the only podcast of its kind on the internet. I'm your host, Colin Jason Knife and Matthew Colin Glass, and in this podcast, I will take you through certain scenarios, share certain stories with you, as seen through the lens of the technology known as correct sentence structure, communication parse syntax grammar, i.e. quantum grammar. This is a podcast of opinion, a podcast of my stories, of his stories. Thank you very much and enjoy. Calling all warriors. This podcast is for you. This is for all of you individuals out there who credential yourself or uh, position yourself as warriors. You make the claim of being a warrior. This podcast is especially for you. As you may or may not know, I claim the position of peace, neutrality, rule one, rule equal, and honor and grace. I do not participate with any type of warlike conduct or warlike activity. I don't contract with people who have that type of volition in their construct. So if you consider yourself to be a warrior, then you and I will not be contracting. This I can guarantee you. Unless, of course, you hide the fact that you're a warrior and I don't know that you're one, then that's nascience, and that is avoidance of honor and grace on your part for not notifying me that you are indeed a warrior. So let's think about that for a minute before you shut this podcast off because you don't like what I'm saying. What is a warrior? Okay? What is a warrior? Do you know what that is? A warrior is someone who participates with war. That is exactly what a warrior is. A warrior is someone who participates with war. If you're a warrior, that means you're at war. If you claim to be a warrior, war is what you're going to get. There's no two ways around it. War will be in your life because you have called it into your life because you claim to be a warrior. War is your activity. I know some people may think it's glamorous. It's hot to be a warrior, right? But the actual warring itself, the way I look at it, the societies on earth have been at war for how many hundreds, if not thousands of years, we are told. Where has that gotten us? Well, I can show you where it's gotten us. It's gotten us to this exact moment in the now space continuum. War has gotten us here. Think about it. If there had been no war and there had been peace, would we be doing what we're doing right now? Would you be worried about the things you're worrying about right now if there was no war? 
if there was no war being perpetrated upon you. It doesn't matter what construct you're in. There is war happening. And you, if you're claiming to be a warrior, are a part of it. You are propagating it. You are enabling it to go on by claiming to be a warrior. Warriors war. Fighters fight. So on and so forth. That's how it happens. Think about it from a logical perspective and also a psychological perspective. Warriors participate with war. So when I look around and I see people talking about being a warrior or people who are claiming to use, and I'll use this as a specific example, a Title IV flag with a finale of a spear or a spire on top of it, which means martial law, meaning whoever is holding that flag is at war, then that means you're propagating war. You're bringing war to the people. You are at war. And I personally have come to the conclusion, actually a couple years ago, that this is not correct. And it's certainly not correct with correct sentence structure, communication, parse, syntax, grammar. I'm peaceful, neutral, and that's how I navigate. Those are my terms and conditions. Those are the people I choose to contract with. And in this now space continuum, what you bring to the table is what people are going to see and are going to participate with. And if they don't want to participate with it, then they won't. There are no, how can I say this? I don't have any warriors sitting at the table with me. Anybody who claims that title can go fight their war some other place because there's no fighting and no warring going on where I am. That's what I choose. It's my choice. Everyone has a choice uh, as to how they navigate, how they perceive the earth and society and their construct and the people and living creatures around them. And I choose peace and neutrality. And it's actually worked very well for me. That's why you see that I don't affiliate with other contract parties. Because the contract parties that I see out there on YouTube are using warrior language. Using threats. Using uh, verbal violence, so to speak. Propagating fear. Stand up and fight. In the sense that they're being promulgated in the sense that it's not correct with the way that it's being promulgated. I'm not saying that someone should lay down and be passive. That's not what I'm saying at all. Please listen to what I'm saying if you're still listening at all. There is a correct way to navigate. And I will explain you, I will explain to you this correct way in the next segment. At this point, you may be asking yourself, what in the hell is he talking about? Claiming peace and neutrality doesn't mean that you have to be passive. It doesn't mean that you have to lay down and all that stuff. That's not what that means at all. It's all about volition. If your volition 
is to be peaceful and neutral, then predominantly that is what's gonna that is what is gonna follow you around in life if you really mean it, and what you're gonna cultivate as you move forward. Whatever locations that you navigate through, those are the scenarios that will predominantly you, you'll find yourself involved in. Peace and neutrality. Of course there will be times when that's not the case, and those are the times that I'm gonna address right here in this now space continuum. So as I stated before, terms and conditions of my vessel, peace, neutrality, rule one, rule equal, balance of the honor and the grace. All right? Those are the terms and conditions of this vessel. If you come into my biosphere, into my however you want to call it, my construct, if you board my vessel and you violate those terms and conditions, if you come on not in a peaceful and neutral manner, then those terms and conditions of peace, neutrality, rule one, rule equal, and honor and grace are off the table. As I mentioned to you, those are the things I put on the table. And if you come over here and flip the, the entire whole ass table and say, F your terms and conditions, well, guess what? Then it becomes F you. And I'm going to do what I have to do to make sure that my construct, my vessel, my biosphere are safeguarded. That it's for the Aegis, A-E-G-I-S, of the vessel. The construct. I will do what I have to do to keep myself my family and everyone else that's within that biosphere safe terms and conditions are off the table because you violated them you said F your terms and conditions and so now uh, the only thing I can do is to return the favor with consideration just like I tell the people if you're going to email me please include your correct name at the bottom of the email so that I know that you're taking authority over your words. And also, because you know my name, you know my correct name, I'm just asking the same consideration of you. It's consideration. And if you come into my vessel construct with a warlike mentality and you void those terms and conditions, you completely violate them, you trespass, well, I'm going to respond in kind. I am going to take your volition into consideration and match that and then some if that makes sense until such time as I feel you are no longer a threat you are no longer going to be able to do damage and then I will return to those terms and conditions of peace neutrality rule one rule equal honor and grace and then you if uh you're still capable of it, we'll then decide whether now you wish to uh, accept these terms and conditions and comply with them or vacate, whatever it is. You know, but, but that remains, you know, if you're still able to do that at that point in time. Do you see what I'm saying to you? It's all about the psychology, how you look at things, how you perceive things, and how you say things. It's all about the language you use, the grammar you use, you have to be very cognizant of these things. And the more 
knowledgeable you are about these things, the easier your navigation becomes. The better and more beneficial your interactions with other vessels will become. The safer you will become. The more you're conscious of the words you choose to use, whether it's verbal or in a contract. Literally. So I've just explained to you how I can be a peaceful, neutral vessel and still maintain a very firm position and not let anyone or anything trespass upon me or harm myself or my loved ones in any way. This is how it's done. I've just explained it to you. I've just given you closure on that. I will say this with regards to my comments and position about not contracting with warlike parties or people who have warlike volition. This in no way, shape, or form is meant to minimize or be derisive of those brave men and women who have performed military service or are performing military service right now and know what it is they're doing and have their own personal private reasons, i.e. volition and intent for what it is they're doing. They fully understand what it is they're doing and they have purpose and function. I am not talking about them. I'm talking about warriors. I'm talking about people who specifically want to go to war to maliciously force someone else to do something they don't want to do, to coerce people, to enslave people, to spread fear, okay? This is what I mean by warlike volition. Every day you can see in the fiction evidence of this, of fear-mongering, of forcing people to do things that they don't really want to do, but again, don't really feel like they have a choice in the matter being coerced through lack, I guess one way would be through lack of knowledge. Fear comes from lack of knowledge. There is no getting around that at all. Fear comes from a lack of knowledge. So take, for example, when this medical uh, scenario happened a couple years ago, people were so afraid. And a lot of people just went along with the deal, went along to get, uh, to get a little jab, went along with putting a little diaper on their face, things like this, because they were afraid, because they didn't know. And I feel that the media purposely perpetrated this to get people to do these things for whatever reason. I feel it's for control. And they did a very, very, very good job of it. They really did, because it's still out there today. One thing I will share on a personal uh, level, and this has to do with personal opinion, which this is a podcast of opinion in any case, is how humorous I find it when we have people, musicians, okay, like celebrities, especially celebrities that have been known in the past to take sort of a contrarian stance against government 
against um, the medical industry, against all the mainstream type of coercion and control that happens. They were considered to be rebels. These same individuals now come out and are promulgating the exact things that they were rallying against a few years ago. Once they were against the government and, and all these in the mainstream, and now all of a sudden they're in agreement with it. And I find that hilarious because it really shows how, I mean, perhaps really shows how far reaching and how deep this control mechanism is. These plans that have been laid out, if you want to think of it in that manner that this has been one big long plan of gradual uh, implementation of a control mechanism, deeper and deeper, stronger, wider, broader control over everyone and everything. And so in that context, I can see why people would want to consider themselves to be warriors to fight against what they perceive to be tyranny. However, this is a battle, this is a fight, this is a war, if you want to look at it that way, that has been going on for millennium, since time immemorial. It's been these people against this people. There are so many movies about this. Star Wars, for instance. You have the Empire, and then you have the Rebels. Okay? And you're looking at, at both sides of the story, and at first it seems like, well, the Empire is evil, right? They're the ones that want to implement this control, this coercion. And in their mind, even though they're, the visuals and stuff lead you to believe that, ooh, they're scary and bad, but in their mind, when you really look at the politics, all they're saying is it's better to have control and to regulate everything because then you have peace. Nobody's allowed to have guns. Nobody's allowed to do this, that, or the third without permission. We have, you know, perhaps a total digital currency where every purchase can be tracked, control everyone's card. For example, if someone is being punished and you say, well, you're not allowed to go within outside of a one mile radius of your house, they can do that electronically and they can nullify your credit card so that once you've, the GPS tracker says you've gone beyond that one mile radius of your location, your domicile location, then you can't use your card anymore. This is the empire creating peace through coercion and control. And then you have the rebels who are fighting for freedom. They don't want this control. They want to be able to do what they want to do, right? But then on the other hand, when you look at the end of, well, let's say the middle three Star Wars movies, when you look at Return of the Jedi, that particular movie, what happens to that Death Star that's being constructed? The rebels blow it up. But guess what? Look, think of all the contractors that were on that Death Star helping to build the Death Star, who had families, probably had their families on board the Death Star with them. They probably had accommodations, how big it was, brought their families, you know, just like military or can bring their families and have housing. Well, the contractors did that too, so they could work on the, the Death Star, which I don't think it was called the Death Star by the Empire. I don't think the Empire called it the Death Star. Maybe they did. I don't know. But, but the rebels blew that up and killed all those innocent people. Killed them. So what makes the rebels any better 
than the empire, which brings me to the point of this particular podcast. War breeds war. If you are a warrior, then you're going to go to war and you are warring and that is what you will get. The rebels were warring. The empire were warring. It's all one thing. Pretty much the same thing, bringing about the same thing again and again and again in a vicious cycle. And one way to extricate, to jettison oneself from that cycle and create one's own cycle of autonomy is to perhaps implement the principles that I've been discussing in this podcast. Rule one, rule equal. Balance of honor and grace and peace and neutrality. And that, at least for you and your construct, this will be a reality. This will be the world as you know it. Because you're, you're, you're exuding that type of aura and that type of purpose and that type of function, that type of volition, it will attract like volition with other people who share similar ideas and that will attract them to you. It will also probably attract the opposite, uh, but you will be able to deal with that because you have the grammar knowledge. Because you have closure on the grammar, you'll be able to take care of any of those trespasses quite easily if you decide to learn the grammar. So that's the gift of this podcast that I'm giving to you. I hope you found it valuable. If you're interested in learning correct sentence structure, as always, you can email me at jasonmatthewg17 at gmail.com. You can ask a grammar question. You can apply for a correct grammar workshop just please remember to include your correct name because you know my name i'm asking the same consideration of you thanks for listening